Hey, it's Nelson. And this is Monica. Welcome to the Seattle Foodie Podcast, the show where we talk about the Seattle food scene and the people and businesses behind it. We eat all the food and share our insights with you. Thanks for joining us today. Let's get to it. Hey, Monica, a lot of people are taking our vac- their vaccines, which is awesome. Good to hear. Looks like things are reopening again. Kind of got me thinking things are reopening as well as summer coming up. What are some foods that you are excited about that you haven't had a chance to eat since the pandemic and lockdown and since summertime? And what are you looking forward to? Well, Nelson, you know, I'm a lover of street food. So just in general, but I think what I really miss, I saw Mike's Shave Ice post. And, you know, even though they had popped up a little bit with their trailer during the pandemic, I actually didn't go. And so I was just staying at home. So I feel like I double, double missed out. And so I'm excited to see their return. And also our one of our favorites, Seattle Pops is reopening on Saturday. So that's super exciting. Yes, they are. They're opening up. I'm so glad. I, we did a couple pre-orders before mm-hmm. during, I don't know, the last, how long has it been? I, lost count. <laughs> I think it was the winter. We we stocked up. We spent like way too much on popsicles for the, for the week, for the winter. I think I spent $136 right. once on just popsicles. <laughs> right. What was, what was wrong with me? I don't know. <laughs> It was scarcity mode, right? It was that hoarding mode. It's like, there's no toilet paper. I, I need like 400 rolls of toilet paper. <laughs> Same thing with pops. And, but there's nothing like getting the toppings on them. So I really yeah. miss the toppings. And, you know, they used to have topping kits, but it's just not the same to just walk into the storefront and be able to get it dipped in white chocolate and coated it with co- toasted coconut. So looking forward to that. And that, that to me just signals like the start of spring slash summer. I am looking forward to eating with multiple people. <laughs> like how like, many people <laughs> i don't know well right now I, what, is, what is the i don't know what the washington state guidelines is is it six people is i think it, it's 10 but 10. um you know we're, we're we're dangerously close to getting rolled back so enjoy yeah. it while you can Nelson. yeah <laughs> i can't wait to do phase two electric boogaloo where, you know, <laughs> you know, the, the sequel so right. all those things i i think i mentioned last week we did korean barbecue which i haven't done so many times i haven't yes. done dim sum in a while buffets even though i'm not really a big fan of buffets but feast buffet sounds really good right now so i can do <laughs> all you can eat sushi rolls that all sounds good so those three things those those type of things where i can eat with maybe six people i'm okay with bulk foods bulk, bulk foods, foods with a group yeah. <laughs> sitting around the table and spending like two hours to eat that that sounds yeah. like something that i want to do yes definitely miss some of those days um yeah yeah part of me makes me not want to eat indoors when they have like all this plexiglass built up so i mm-hmm. want to wait i want to do it when like all the plexiglass has been taken down. right right and it feels kind of normal the plexiglass just makes it so weird it makes it like a, a like one of those high school experiments i used to do you put these plexiglass and then and then you'd have the mice in between the plexiglass and we would see how they would interact and observe and you put food in one one of the plexiglass holdings (laughs) and then the other mice and see how the other mice interact and see if there's any jealousy involved i don't Mm -hmm. know that's how i felt (laughs) i've been thinking about carrying around dry erase markers because all the plexiglass pictures but then i figure like that might upset some of the business owners but you know i mean i thought that was it was like kind of cute like money b seattle was here (laughs) 
Kachina Kachina used to have all that white paper that you can That's draw true. in crayons. My artist friends would just draw a bunch of Batmans mm-hmm. and Supermans and whatever mm-hmm. they would draw on there. Or mm-hmm. Dragon Ball. I don't know characters. <laughs> Dragon so, Ball. <laughs> so you might as well bring the dry erase markers and start. Right. We can dial up football plays. I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do all that. But anyway. <laughs> Welcome to the show, everyone. Episode 137 of the Seattle Foodie Podcast. How are you doing this week, Monica? We're actually recording early because you have some people coming from out of town. And Mm -hmm. so always a good chance to just record early so I don't have to rush on Sundays to edit. So it's great. Yeah, have some people coming to town. So I'm going out to Gig Harbor and we're just going to stay on the beach and have a barbecue. Looking forward to it, but also just, you know, I mean, my kid just went back to school in person uh, this week. So having a little anxiety over that. So I think getting out of town for a little bit will be good. Um, What about you? Golfing up a storm? A little bit golfing here and there. I didn't realize we were recording on Friday and I didn't realize that we went out to eat all five days. <laughs> every day. <laughs> Not every meal I went out right. to eat, but I just, I'm just looking around as we're doing our recap here and I'm mm-hmm. just like, wow, I just, every day we went out. Hit on my wallet this week. Okay. <laughs> yes, it does add up. But uh, let's get into what are we eating, shall we? Yes. Like I mentioned, I do kind of feel a little bit shameful because we ate out. But what's worse, I have tons of food at home, too, because I made a Costco run this week as well. So (laughs) I shouldn't have any excuse for going out to eat. I I, I should be eating my rotisserie chicken as well as I don't know what else I buy. Soups and Mm -hmm. all kinds, all kinds of breads and what is it? 16 bagels that I only really wanted to eat was two of them, but you have oh to God. buy eight, two, two, eight packs. That is so big though. That, that chicken is huge. The chicken is okay. I can, I can mm-hmm. do with the chicken cause I can mm-hmm. eat a whole chicken in yeah. maybe like a week Couple, span, yeah. but it's not necessary for someone that's single that to eat 16 bagels though. It's just really <laughs> well, they freeze, don't they? Or, you know, yeah, they do. Yeah. They do. Yeah. But then when you freeze them, you forget them. Like you mm-hmm. said, you always like find treasures in the freezer. So Treasures, like, oh, we yeah, have bagels. Like, oh, we have ice cream that we did eight months ago. So, <laughs> right. So. I find stuff all the time. <laughs> so, uh, moving along. On Monday, I stopped by the new Donbury Station in Bellevue. Sister restaurant to Fremont Bowl, if everybody's not familiar with that. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited. They're on the east side taking over the old Yuroshiku location. And I ordered mm-hmm. myself a colorful Chirashi bowl. Beautiful. Always beautiful. fun to eat that. Mm-hmm. The fish are so big. The fish slices are so big. Even people like <laughs> complain about their fish slices being so big and i'm like why are you complaining (laughs) you get more food that way i don't understand oh this food is just so big and so such a great value yeah there's so much it weighs so much i can't i can't get through this trashy bowl i'm gonna have to eat this for lunch tomorrow and save it for leftovers (laughs) oh no boo hoo hoo Oh my goodness. Tuesday night was wing night at Babar. I had happy hour with the usual suspects of fruity friends. You get 10 wings for $7, which is such a great deal. I Mm -hmm. I was trying to, we were all trying to figure out at the table, is there a better place that we can get wings for that much at a restaurant? I'm not talking about Safeway or any of the Mm -hmm. grocery stores, but I I couldn't figure it out. But it's such a good deal. We each ordered a plate of wings, fish sauce wings, as well as Mm -hmm. some imperial rolls and fried oysters. Hey, Monica, is there another spot where we can get imperial rolls around here i'm just just asking for a friend oh my gosh you're awful (laughs) (laughs) yeah nelson you can get them anywhere literally anywhere what's the big deal (laughs) you can go to any vietnamese right it's there rolls (laughs) you can i'm just saying sure (laughs) 
after Babar, we went out to the new Carmelo's Tacos location in the Central District for some churros and ice cream. Mm. Great location, right across the street from Seattle University. This is it's mm-hmm. perfect. It's, students and tacos go so well together. Do yourself yeah. a favor and eat some churros with their ice cream. I don't know if it's a horchata flavor or just chocolate, but it goes so well with churros. It's mm. delicious. It sounds yummy. Make sure you pick that up. Also, secret eating. I also picked up a burrito because it was a 420 day. I didn't ah. do. I did partake in 420, but I ate a burrito in honor of 420. <laughs> you gotta honor 420 you gotta honor 420 i wasn't going to pick up the burrito but then i saw them making it i got a carne asada burrito it is like a mountain of carne asada on top mm. literally like a triangular mountain the size of mount everest or which, whichever <laughs> hawaiian mountain that you mentioned before Monica. yeah what did you say last week mount kilimanjaro mount kilimanjaro that's another <laughs> you, one that you I need to of. learn some hawaiian mountains <laughs> But then I saw it and I was like, oh my gosh, I need to get a burrito from there. Mm -hmm. So I ate that. Perfect for midnight. (laughs) Anyway, moving along. I love myself some deals and my friends and I went to the Ram Restaurant Brew House up in Isqua Highlands. On Wednesdays, I had no idea until after. I really do not do well reading the fine print or just reading in general, (laughs) Monica. (laughs) because <laughs> wednesdays are burger day so any mm-hmm. burger for thirteen dollars and it comes with an 18 ounce ram beer or soft drink for free mm-hmm. or any beverage of choice yeah so my friend who ate the chicken caesar salad ended up having to pay about twenty dollars and everyone wow. else who got burgers ended up paying thirteen dollars so it was a deal wow. deals monica deals deals <laughs> $13 for a burger and a drink. Does it come with fries or a side? It or does come rings? with fries. It comes okay. with fries. And then I think you can order onion rings as well. I just got fries. I just I was just so excited about the deal. I was you like, got just, fries? Just give me the default. I don't know what okay. it is. Just give me the default. <laughs> what is the world coming to? Nelson I chooses know. fries. Like I said, I didn't even read it. I was like, oh, burger and fry. That's like, let's get that. And then I wanted the Pepsi. That's, that's good too. I got their stadium mushroom burger because we love it when burgers come with both mushrooms and bacon. Oh, yeah. Why do we have to choose? So restaurants, make it both mushrooms and bacon. And then Mm -hmm. if they don't want the bacon, take off the bacon, but Mm -hmm. include both. Yeah. Yeah. Agree. Don't make me order a bacon cheeseburger and then a mushroom burger. Well, it's an extra $5 for bacon most times. Extra five? Where are you? (laughs) What kind of bacon are you ordering? Well, the thick cut, like, you know, Hempler's, like. You know, is this like from Wilbur? Is like exactly from Wilbur's <laughs> stomach or something like that? I mean, yeah. where are you ordering this $5 bacon? <laughs> right. <laughs> you know how I roll, Nelson. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Finally, on Thursday, I was up in Beacon Hill, so I decided to stop by Fooley Market before they closed for some chicken skins, chicken wings, and egg rolls. Everything fried, Monica. I'm just so happy mm-hmm. they still had chicken skins and their chicken wings are only $7.99 a pound. Mm-hmm. I should have counted how many wings there were in a pound there. Compared that to Babar. Those chicken skins look really good and they look like good size too. So not like strips of chicken skin, but right? like fat chicken skins. I get so excited when I see chicken skins because no, not a lot Me of people is like, oh, chicken skins? And right. so I had to restrain myself. I was like, should I get a pound? They're like, nah. Because <laughs> they're so light. Let's just get half a pound. Half a pound was enough. Mm-hmm. Actually, probably half a pound was more than enough. Mm-hmm. So chicken skins. What do they use the rest of the chicken for? I saw them selling chicken skewers. So I mm-hmm. guess that's without that. You have to have skin with the chicken, don't you? Well, some people like to be healthier and don't like to eat the skin, which means good news for those of us who don't care. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, some people, you know, just have that boneless, skinless stuff and just like, okay, well, whatever you do, you. Punishment for healthy people. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Punishment for healthy people. (laughs) All right, Monica, when did you end up eating this week? Oh, my gosh. Weekends are for lactose. And I have to say, I even had to 
for the first time in a long time by lactate because I was really struggling last week. <laughs> but I kicked off the week with my all-time favorite gelati almo flavor. It's rice. And a lot of people, I'm surprised by how many people haven't heard of this flavor. It's a really light, creamy blend and it has rice grains in it. And somehow it doesn't harden up because, you know, when you put rice in the fridge or the freezer, like it changes the texture, but it just has a really great texture and it's my all-time favorite of theirs. And I've eaten a lot of their flavors. So I'll be trying to stock up in my freeze as much as it can hold because it's a it's a seasonal flavor as well why is it that people who are lactose and i have another friend who is lactose intolerant <laughs> just decide to just willy-nilly free and just eat anything that has lactose in it <laughs> you don't have someone that has celiac disease and right. and they're like oh i'm just gonna eat gluten no matter what i'm just right. gonna do it like they are really conscious about not making making sure that they don't right. have gluten in their foods right. Doing all of that, for some reason, people with who are lactose intolerant mm -hmm. are just mm, bubble tea every day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, soy milk? No, no, no. Give me the real stuff. No. <laughs> I think what it is, is that of all the different dietary things out there, lactose intolerance has been really well known for a long time. I mean, well beyond my lifetime. And I think it's just one of those things where, well, is it going to kill me? No? Okay, then. <laughs> and I, because I think about my lactose intolerance very differently than I think about my allergies, because I'm a lot allergic to a lot of environmental things, just, you know, some other like minerals and things like that. So I think that's just it. It's just like, will it kill me? No, nah, I'll be gassy. I might poop. Okay that's cool bring it on <laughs> i feel like lactose intolerance is the analogy of buffets it's like you know it's a bad idea yeah <laughs> and when you come it. out you right. still do it but when you come out yeah. you hate yourself for it and you hate your stomach for it but right. you did it anyways I did it anyway <laughs> I was sick for three days last week. And so I bought lactate for the first time in probably two years because right. I had stopped buying it. But I did because I'm just like, I am sick. <laughs> You're sick for three days. Wouldn't you learn your lesson, Monica? They're just Work like, from home. Uh, I don't know. I, I remember how I felt three days ago, but I'm going to go back to this buffet <laughs> yeah. anyways. and I do it. Anyway. I remember the cramping. I remember yeah. like being in the bathroom for four hours. Right. Work from home changes everything. I don't need to get on a bus. See, that's what stopped me before. It's just like, oh my God, like I got to ride the bus to and from work like what if I have to go to the bathroom now that I work from home it's just like the bathroom's right there <laughs> I guess that's a good reasoning okay yeah, I'll have yeah. to go with it yeah I'm going with it because you're my friend <laughs> and I have to support in your decision support your decisions but yeah I mean if that I feel like in everything if I feel bad for four days, right. Monica, it's going to be like, I'm going to stop. I'm not going to do this because I don't want right. to feel bad for four days. But <laughs> push through. Push through. That's what that's, that's your motto is <laughs> got to push motto. through for lactose intolerance. <laughs> okay. Next, Nelson. Everyone got an extension on taxes this year, which is a good thing because I hadn't done mine. Um, I, I don't know what it was. You know, every year I usually do my taxes in February, but this year it's just like, forget it. Like, I, I just couldn't get it together. I I don't know where all the paperwork is. I don't know what's going on. Java Trading Company teamed up with Fourth and Heart and NutPods to create a tax fuel kit full of boosting brain power. I'm a big fan of ghee and I, I keep it around to cook. So ghee is clarified butter and I've been known to stir it in my coffee from time to time. So the one from Fourth and Heart has really great texture and it spoons easily at room temperature. So I love that. NutPods, speaking of lactose intolerance, 
Nut Pods was actually one the first non-dairy creamer that I fell in love with. I think before Nut Pods, nobody had really gotten it together. And that was way back in 2014. I had met the founder, Madeline Hayden, at an event. It has just incredible creaminess and texture to it. And, and now I know it's because of the blend of the different kinds of milks. But they were really far ahead of what everyone else is doing. So it's no surprise they're doing well. I've been drinking the special coffee all week and I'm loving it. Actually, I've been drinking a lot of coffee recently, just in the last couple of weeks. We're all staying at home, yet we get extensions for our t- follow our taxes. It's hard. <laughs> is it really? It, it, uh... <laughs> it is. It is. Again, myself not reading instructions, mm-hmm. I decided yeah. to file because I thought the deadline was April 15th right. until April after 15th. the fact I found yeah. out it was right. not until later. So yeah, I, filed, I, I filed mine in February, but I'm just wondering. Yeah. Is this just the United States where we're just the definition of procrastination? Is that what it is? I don't know. <laughs> You know, I just think uh, we have third world problems and, you know, the emotional impact of everything that's going on has just hit hit us a little bit differently, right? I mean, and so it's just sort of our our culture. I didn't know there was an extension either, but I was happy to hear that there was because I did not have my stuff together. Mm -hmm. So again, like you, I usually do my taxes in February, like as soon as I have all my paperwork. Now, like it's April and like I didn't know where all my paperwork was. So, yeah, I, I can't explain it, Nelson. It's it's a sad, sad state. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you ever seen that Simpsons episode where Ned Flanders files his taxes right on January 1st? No. <laughs> yeah. How does he do he's, that? He's so, he's so obedient like that. It's just like, oh, <laughs> obedient. January 1st. Like, diddly, diddly. Diddly, diddly. Okay, keep moving, Monica. <laughs> okay. Let's talk about this. So over the last couple of months, some of my street vendor contacts have been telling me about their experience with Rethinking Groceries and teaming up with them. So Rethinking Groceries is a co-op that's been doing delivery during the pandemic. And I decided to try it out. And I grabbed some of Siki Kombucha's Ruby Lychee. Love that, Nelson. Mm. Gilberstein's Cacio Pepe Bagels and Roasted Garlic Cream cheese and some bucatini and pomodoro sauce from lagana foods so people were messaging me about that cream cheese because it has really fragrant roasted garlic whole cloves in it and it was delicious and i can't believe that i hadn't tried that before because i go to gilberstein's fairly frequently it really great to try out rethinking great groceries um, for a small delivery feed they deliver on saturdays also now they have a new warehouse in maple leaf where you can pick up i think one or two days a week but for my street food vendor contacts this was a way to get their products delivered without them going into the delivery business because not all small immigrant you know micro businesses are able to do delivery so this was a great partnership for them which is one of the things that prompted me to actually try it that's great that's really good oh back to food trucks and street food the loves of my life so paraiso is the sister truck to shea boggs and i keep missing it when it comes to shoreline but i did catch it catch it at chuck's greenwood so think about like the flavors that you would expect at shea boggs but fusion in different types of dishes so i got cheesy adobo rolls beef anyhow banh mi lumpia and longanisa sliders i love the familiarity of the filipino flavors but they're just wrapped in different packages they have this sweet longanisa on a sweet Hawaiian roll. I mean, that's just the stuff dreams are made of. It's just a small bite-sized package and sweet on sweet with, with the veggies and the sauce, all very, very delicious. So if you haven't checked them out, you should. Um, it's it's something pretty something pretty cool. How fun. That would be. I want to try the Inaha with banh mi. Right. Just put everything yeah. in bread form. That's good. Right. Yeah. Everything in bread form. They also have tacos. I saw that Annie tried the tacos earlier this week, so I'll have to try those next. Mm-hmm. You know how much we love shit box, so. Yes. <laughs> always. Always. Mm-hmm. 
So the big news this week is Treat Cookies has been a farmer's market favorite in Burien for the last year. And they just opened their storefront and sent me a care package of cookies. I'm always a fan of chocolate favorites, so I'm not going to tell you how much I love them. But the news here is the non-chocolate ones are really good, too. They have one called the Rosie, which is like a strawberry shortcake. So they have like strawberry flavors infused into the cookie and top with a little dehydrated strawberry. And then the lemon curd was really good. So same thing. Lemon curd is infused into the dough, but also they top it with a little bit extra. So you should be proud of me, Nelson. I, I'm really loving these non-chocolate flavors. And they also have cereal-inspired ones that I, I can't wait to try as well. The cookies do look delicious. I do need to try them. Yes, absolutely. Like you were saying, like those mountains. So yeah. they're not like flat cookies. They're kind of like little mountains in like sort of pyramid triangle shape. Yeah. So they're thick. Yeah. They're, what, they're what the kids call thick with a CC. C. <laughs> Right. Say no to flat cookies. Just right. say, no. say no to flat cookies. Ain't nobody need a flat cookie. <laughs> Save those for the flat earthers and say no right. to flat cookies. <laughs> flat earthers, for sure. Oh, Nelson, our friend Steph Forer is back in town. I feel like she's here a lot <laughs> nowadays, but she's back in town and she had dinner with Annie and I at Wild Ginger McKenzie. Can you believe, Nelson, It's it's been, what, three years? But I still remember that grand opening that we, <laughs> we went to. It was such yeah. an epic party. Like, that was I kind of miss those days, but like, I wonder, like, what were we thinking? Like, it was so, so many people, <laughs> so many people. What were we thinking? We got we could get sick and it's just called the flu and we could I know. We were, <laughs> that's what we were it. thinking. That's we, what we were no, thinking. Nobody yeah. Nobody was dying. You would have the sniffles and you'd Holy. feel bad for one day and then you'd be back on the mend after that. That's what right. we were thinking. That's so what we were thinking. Yeah. <laughs> well, we had some fried rice, fragrant deck of course, tom yum and more. And Nelson, I don't know what it is, but those green beans just stole the show for me because that's like one of the few green things that I eat regularly. <laughs> and but it was so good like such depth of flavor and like smokiness to it i loved it <laughs> so great to see steph and to have her back in town and she also launched a podcast so yeah. um I'm, I'm gonna listen to it. she just launched it a few days ago so mm -hmm. pretty interested to hear it congrats on steph for her podcast i saw that yeah for I'm sure looking forward to all the guests that she's gonna have on yes but <laughs> me too monica for someone who doesn't eat a lot of vegetables you sure eat a lot of green beans around seattle i know <laughs> right I, i'm like some green bean <laughs> Like Din Tai Fung, the best thing you love is the green beans from Din Tai Fung. I know. I know. That's what I'm saying. It's like the only green thing that I eat regularly. <laughs> oh I'm not even goodness. a big green bean fan either. I love green beans. <laughs> Unless this is green bean casserole. And it's the, right. That's the worst because the green beans are out of a can. It's not even fresh right. green beans that people right. use. Right. Because it messes up the recipe when you cook the fresh ones. That's like, true. you know, the recipes are made for the canned ones. If you're using fresh ones, it's so much more work. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Trust me, I know. <laughs> okay, the last one. Ensimata is a new pop-up, and they are killing it. I just checked their IG page, and they're sold out for a few days. So Ensimatas are, well, this take on it is a Filipino pastry. I mean, it's multicultural. Um, it comes from various origins. But the dough is soft, and it's covered with, like, a fluffy butter. So, like, they fluff up the butter. I don't know how they do that. And, and sugar. And then you top it with cheese. And so you got the savoriness of the cheese and the soft dough and the sweet butter and sugar. And it is a winner. But what's unique is they have flavors like ube overload, ube halaya, yema, and salted egg, Nelson. Salted mm. egg is something I think you can appreciate. 
Yeah, so I do like I've, salted egg. I know you do. <laughs> it's so it's I've weird. Been, why do uh, Asians like the weirdest? Why do we like salted eggs? Like taste palettes. Like right? salted egg, thousand-year-old egg, right? uh, red bean in dessert. What, what What is wrong with us? Grass jelly. Even matcha. Even matcha, right? right? right. Matcha is so not really bitter. a sweet yeah. flavor. Or it's mm-hmm. a bitter flavor, but right. people love to have I it in their desserts. I think my mom just made some matcha cake, and I'm like, no thanks. I'm good. <laughs> no, no thanks. No thanks. <laughs> well, I love their take on this very familiar dessert. I've been eating Ensamada since I was a kid. There's definitely a couple of bakeries around town that I like to hit up for them. So, and they're huge. Let me just say that they're. I'm used to eating like Ensamadas like this, mm-hmm. and I'm sure uh, listeners, you can't see. I'm holding my hands just in a small circle where my hands meet. But then these ones are like I don't know three times the size. They're like big. They're like probably the size of my face. <laughs> so. Um, what a deal. So check them out and try them out if you can get some because they keep selling out. Oh my God. Why do these ensamadas have to be so big? I'm going to have to <laughs> put them in the refrigerator and keep them on another day. <laughs> oh my gosh. You're right, Nelson. You're right. I just have such terrible, terrible problems. But we do have a fantastic interview this week. We do. Our interview this week is with the co-owner of Cineholic Seattle up in Capitol Hill, Maisa Abahamzi. Her, along with her business partner of over 10 years, Triva Katsandris, opened up Cineholic two and a half years ago, and they are serving up vegan custom cinema rolls that you guys are all familiar with and love, along with cakes, banana bread, cookie dough, and so much more. Here's our interview with Maisa Abahamzi. Hey, Seattle. I am so excited. Today, I have one of the co-owners of Cineholic up in Capitol Hill, Maisa Abuhamzi, how are you today? Hey, I'm doing great. Monica and I are huge fans of your cinnamon rolls and you have more stuff. We're going to talk about this for the whole interview. And in fact, I think she ordered a cine cake for this weekend because her parents are in town and it's going to be, and so she's really excited to have that. So we love everything that you guys make out in the Cineholic. Oh, thank you so much. We love you guys. We love when you come in. I want to start from the beginning. How did Cineholic make it up to Capitol Hill? What what made you guys decide you're going to open a Cineholic up there? Well, my business partner, Treva, and I were interested in opening a franchise. We already were small business owners of our own startups, but we wanted some corporate support. And so we decided to purchase a franchise. We really weren't sure which one would work for us. We visited a lot of different franchises and we selected Cineholic because we believed in the product and the mission and we loved the quality of the product we love how people reacted to the product and we just really felt like this is something that we could stand behind that's a little bit different than what the situation we were in before because the company we owned before was all ours all of our ideas and everything like that so this Mm -hmm. we really had to be very very passionate about to be able to kind of sell a product that somebody else created two and a half years later we still really believe in it we still really love it yeah, two and a half years. Wonderful. I remember going to the soft opening or um, I think it was maybe grand opening when you guys did it two and a half years ago. For those not familiar with Cineholic, can you tell us the concept and what you guys specialize in? Yeah, so Cineholic is custom-made cinnamon rolls, gourmet cinnamon rolls. Each customer can come in and pick different frosting flavors for their cinnamon rolls. They can put toppings on their cinnamon rolls. So it's something really different. And I love that. We also do all of our baking in-house. Nothing is frozen. Nothing is shipped in. Everything is made from scratch in our bakery. That's my favorite part. It makes me so proud to tell everybody that our staff, our team is baking everything that they eat. 
Wonderful. And it's vegan too. Did you, I, I don't know if you mentioned that it was vegan or not. I haven't mentioned that yet. It is yeah. 100% plant-based bakery. So everything that we have in there is plant-based. Mm -hmm. That's amazing because really providing such a fun product that is also plant-based kind of moves people from the idea that vegan food isn't necessarily fun or tasty and really introduces plant-based food in a in a new way in a very exciting way and opens that door up for people who don't normally eat plant-based food or don't want to mm -hmm. they fall in love with the product and i i do feel like many customers have discussed with us that they are now more open to eating plant-based food because of their experience at cineholic that's wonderful i didn't know that but I love that. <laughs> yeah i can't believe it's plant-based and have this mindset that plant-based food is really salads and that's not true no not true at all but i i love it i mean i couldn't even tell that it was plant-based it just goes to saying how how good your your stuff and your products are are Thank you. now you guys are not just cinnamon rolls because last time i visited you guys my mind was blown that you guys have so many other things can no. you tell us what other things you guys offer at cineholic yeah no we are not just cinnamon rolls we also offer brownies we just have an, a new product that we are keeping as a permanent product banana bread chocolate chip banana <laughs> bread we also have baby buns which are tiny little baby cinnamon rolls and we do cakes which is really cool so we do cinnamon roll cakes and we have a new cookie cake out right now as well that a lot of people really like. And some people have been putting the cookie cake in the freezer and kind of eating it as like an ice cream sandwich because it has frosting oh. in between the layers. Yeah. So we have a lot of goodies. We also make cookies. People tell us all the time that our cookies are the best thing that they eat. And I have to agree that the chocolate chip cookies, and I'm a cookie person, are amazing. Your cookie cake was amazing. I had to share this with my family and it was eaten so fast. It was gone. I, I only had... I think I only had like one or one and a half slices because all my, my, my entire family was a huge fan of that cookie cake. It is so good. I mean, that's and, the best compliment. If we see a lot of leftovers, that's not a good sign. And that Cinestack, you guys have a Cinestack that includes a warm roll on top uh, with the cookie dough on top, which I think, tell us about that because you created that at the Capitol Hill, right? We created the Cinestack, which at the Capitol Hill location, we call Oreo Madness for those regular customers that always order it. And company was called Cinestack and it was created at the Seattle location. So basically we took a warm cinnamon roll, we put frosting on it, then we topped it with an entire giant scoop of cookie dough, then some more frosting and another topping on top of that. Basically what happens is that the cookie dough gets really warm because it's on the warm, cinnamon roll and kind of melts into it and it's just something really exciting it's different it's fun and you get kind of two desserts in one i love it because i'm a huge cookie dough fan i didn't know you guys even made cookie dough when i came up there and i was like this is stuff this is amazing yeah we make our own cookie dough and that's how we what we bake our cookies from the cookie dough is really yummy it's edible you know it is plant-based so it's edible people love it they come in and just grab containers of cookie dough love it maisa what can we look forward to for cineholic in the future well, Cineholic Capitol Hill is trying, we are trying right now to bring in espresso. So oh. we do have a lot of our customers that have requested lattes and cappuccinos, which we do not currently provide. So we are trying to bring in more coffee options to help accommodate our guests. They're, the coffee options on Capitol Hill have become limited. It's not what it used to be. 
So we want to make sure to try to, to provide that, especially because our customers want it. And you're going to hopefully see us continue to grow and kind of go back to that pre-pandemic state, hopefully soon, where we were really, you know, we were open to 11, sometimes 12 midnight open early. Our hours are going to expand here in May and our staff is going to expand. So we're really hoping to kind of get back to some kind of normalcy pretty soon. Wonderful. It just sounds good. A coffee and cinnamon roll. And I just, agree. It just goes together. I they just marry so well. <laughs> I agree with my customers. It's just that you know, as a new business, if I'm going to be totally honest, it's not always easy to afford to provide all of these Absolutely. things. And so now mm-hmm. that we've been around for a little while and we're, you know, we feel pretty confident that this is what customers really do want, we're able to bring in some more options they're right. They should be able to get a latte with their cinnamon roll or a cappuccino with their cinnamon roll, especially because we provide so many alternative milk options. So for those who are dairy-free and want a dairy-free espresso, latte, whatever it is that they want, we have that available. Wonderful. Let me ask you this question. We always ask our guests, what are we eating? Tell me some of maybe three of your favorite spots around Seattle that you guys like to eat. Oh my gosh. Well, we definitely right now are eating only at small business restaurants, supporting people in our community, except for I can never remember restaurant names. Um, (laughs) Let's see. There is this wonderful sushi restaurant in Wallingford. I think it's called Kiatsu or something similar to that. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yes. I know exactly what you're talking about. They have some vegan options on their menu and they are a small business with very few seats right now. And we've been supporting them to make sure that they keep going and they stay open. So we're trying to really eat in different neighborhoods too, and just make sure that we get out there and we spend our money in these communities and the small businesses like us, because it's really going to be about all of us. It's us that are going to be able to keep these businesses alive, businesses like mine. Yes. Thank you so much for supporting local businesses. And Monica and I always encourage people eat at local restaurants instead of the big boxes, uh, because that way at the end, they will be there. You and your co-owner Treva also have another business. Can you tell us about that too? So Treva and I have been working together for about 10 years. It's really wonderful to have, to be two women working together. Our other business is 100% women owned and operated, and it's called Treva Spa, which is located in Linwood. We provide body waxing, lots of aesthetic services, such as facials, if there's any kind of skincare concerns you may have, or if you just want to relax. We do have massages available there as well. Um, We love, love having the day spa. And we both come from a day spa background, which is kind of funny because now we're in a bakery. But (laughs) that's how we met. We met in the aesthetics world and we decided to open that business 10 years ago. And it's still there. It's still there because of our customers and our team. Really, that's those are the reasons people keep coming and supporting and we love it. That's great that you guys have been business owners for 10 years and you guys have two wonderful businesses. That's so We're so grateful. We did lose a business in this pandemic. We know what it feels like. And so we just really appreciate that we still have a couple of them open. Marisa, thank you so much for coming on. We always ask this last question. How can people get their hands on Cineholic products and where can they find Cineholic as well as Treva Spa on social media? So if you want to visit Cineholic, we have our own website. You can order online and we have third-party delivery as well at CineholicSeattle.com. And Treva's is just at Treva's on Instagram, but also it's www.treva's, T-R-I-E-V-A-S, 
www.thepowerofpositivity.com. Wonderful. Thank you so much for coming on. It's been oh, a pleasure. Thank you so much. We appreciate your support. We love you guys. And that was our interview with Maisa. Make sure you all follow Cineholic Seattle as well as their other business, Treva Spa. Monica, 10 years as business partners. Do I even want to be friends with you for that long? I, I don't know if we're going to make it, Nelson. I mean, that's a long time. Um, just to be friends and to be in business together, that's that's a long time. So I got to give them credit where credit's due. Like, that's a relationship right there. Love it. I did a calculation, though. Are, aren't we? Haven't we known each other for almost five years now? So are we halfway through? Or is I it think four? so. I, don't, I can't know, remember. I'm going to have to go back and, and like the first time you started messaging me. <laughs> yeah. So we'll, we'll have to see how long we've been friends for that long. But anyway, yeah. Yeah. back to Cineholic. Back to Cineholic. We're big fans in my house. And, you know, again, lactose intolerance, vegan means no lactose. So it's one of the few baked goods that I can feel okay about eating them, knowing that I'm not going to be 100% sick. So I love it mm -hmm. and love it so much. I'm actually going to go and pick up a cake later on today. So today's Friday. I'm going to grab it. And I've also had a chance to go to the spa. So Treva Spa, when they used to have a Northgate location, I went there. And such a great experience. So love these women-owned companies. Just Support while you can. Every time you can, guys. Support while you can. Where are they going, <laughs> Monica? Oh, sorry. I meant when you can. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. People's abilities to support businesses kind of depends on their financial situation or whatever. Mm -hmm. So when you can, not while okay. you can. Okay. While you can. I was like, are aliens <laughs> taking over the businesses? Right. <laughs> I'm panicking here. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just thinking about that cake I'm going to pick up. This beautiful cinnamon roll cake. <laughs> I mentioned it during our interview. Mm -hmm. I hope I didn't spoil it for you <laughs> to oh, tell no, people that you ordered a cinna cake from them. Mm -hmm. I did. But they, they're gigantic. Have yeah. You, I've been inside. I'm like, oh, I don't know if I... I had a <laughs> cookie cake and I could barely eat. Oh, this it. this cookie cake is so big. I'm going to have to save it for later, Nelson. <laughs> I had to give it to my... I gave it to some of my fam family members and they ate it all. I only had like a slice of it yeah. because it was so good. Right. Cookie. cookie cake. What can go wrong with the cookie cake? <laughs> oh, it's so wrong. good. <laughs> this cake is too big. <laughs> they make incredible stuff though. They I do. think one of my friends asked me for a brunch recommendation and they go like, what about that cinnamon roll place? Because they have kids. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, look, I'd love to recommend going to... Farine out in Ballard, as mm -hmm. well as Fat Hen, but Fat mm -hmm. Hen's not doing indoor dining. Mm -hmm. But it's like it's too fancy for six kids. and seven year old kids. Yeah. Design right? your own, yeah, your own toppings. Go to Cineholic. Mm -hmm. Have them put gummy bears and chocolate <laughs> chips on their cinnamon rolls because they like it that way. Even though I, I think that tastes disgusting, but you can, you can do it that way, and you can customize your cinnamon roll. Yeah. No, it's, it's a great place to visit. They have innovative flavors and you can make your own. Kids love that. Adults mm -hmm. love that. Let's be real. Yeah. All right, Monica, that's our show for today. Oh, by the way, I thought about it. Cinnamon rolls, pepperoni and Oreos. Would that go well together? Pepperoni I don't know. and Oreos. I think another type of cookie would go well with pepperoni. I think I think the chocolate Biscoff? flavor. No. Biscoff and pepperoni? No, more of no? a vanilla flavor, a, a lighter mm. flavor. You know a kid's going to want that because they have savory cinnamon rolls too. Yeah, well, they do. Yeah. The pizza rolls. Yeah. You know, it's gonna when someone's gonna want butterfingers and oh, I love butterfingers and cheese or something like that. Yeah. And you can do it at Cineholic. Yeah, that's true. All right. Well, that's our show for today. Monica, great show. Great show. I mean, my performance was incredible. <laughs> I don't I don't know about yours. Yes. Thank you so much for recording early, Nelson. 
now we can both go off on our weekends. <laughs> and yes, it's going to be nice and rainy, I hear, this weekend. So that's amazing. <laughs> oh yes, gosh. your performance was good, by the way. Very good performance, <laughs> Nelson. Very good performance. <laughs> All right, everyone. That's our show for today. Thank you so much for listening. Have a wonderful week and happy eating Seattle. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe for future episodes and leave us a five-star rating and review on whichever platform you're listening on. In the meantime, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Seattle Foodie Podcast and on Twitter at Seattle Food Pod. You can also email us at seattlefoodiepodcast at gmail.com. Thanks again, and we hope you enjoy the Seattle Foodie Podcast.